Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams, your host, and together today, I'm sorry, today, we're joined again by David Walls, the Executive Director of the Family Foundation, for another Family Foundation Friday. I uh, want to say, first of all, David, thanks for joining us again. Happy Friday to you, Greg. Thank you, brother. Uh, the other thing I want to say is this. Um, thank you for those who are watching. We, we, I, I tend to continue to see people uh, watching these and responding to these in some way or another, and we're thankful for that uh, because we want to know that we're, our prayer is simply that we help get the word out and it accomplishes what the Lord wants to have done, not only in our lives and your lives as listeners, but in our state and the nation and every place that we can uh, see the influence of the Lord and His Holy Spirit. So we thank you for all of that. David, we got a few things to update, a couple of things. That we've got a lot of victories this week to talk about. Uh, the battle is still raging, so we're going to yeah. talk about that. Remember, you can catch these at KentuckyFamily.org. Uh, go there and you'll find, and you'll hear more about that later on, but you can find the videos and podcasts. You can also find them on loveandlordship.com. And uh, so we appreciate you doing that. Again, give us your feedback, agree or disagree. We'd love to engage with you. So, David, with that said, I know there's a, a great update we talked a little bit about last week with North Carolina, and there's some other things tied to that with something that the Family Foundation is a part of. Share with our listeners what all that is. Yeah, you know, we are um, uh, thankful. I know I think we've asked folks, and I know as our, our team, we've, we've asked our supporters to be praying for North Carolina. They had passed a, a version of the Help Not Harm law to uh, protect children against uh, gender transitions, and uh, but they had to uh, uh, overcome their governor's uh, veto, yeah, yeah. and uh, they have uh, I think a requirement for for a two thirds override. So there was some some tension about mm -hmm. whether they yeah. were going to be able to gather and have the votes to do that. But last week they uh, voted to override uh, Governor Cooper uh, in um, in North Carolina. They overrode him on the Help Not Harm uh, Act and a couple other bills as well. They had not passed a Save Women's Sports Law, so uh, so they overrode his veto of that, a parental rights bill as well. Uh, why is that important? Why are we talking about North Carolina? Well, um, we just, as a movement of family policy councils, um, wanted to, um, it's an important milestone. The, North Carolina was the 20th state in just three years, Greg, yeah. in just three years. That's significant in states, legislatures, right? Yeah, yeah. have passed a, a version of, of what's known uh, as the Help Not Harm law that completely bans gender transitions, whether that be puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, or the surgeries. Uh, and really, this was a, a, a movement that uh, started in Arkansas three years ago. Our uh, National Ally Family Policy Alliance uh, really developed the first model bill on this. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and from Arkansas, it's spread like wildfire, and uh, and so we're just you know wanting to take a moment uh, as a movement of, of state family policy council organizations, and really just thank the Lord for um, what has happened in a very short period of time, uh, and really to recommit to one another and as a movement uh, caring about kids in the entire nation to see um, this continue to sweep across the nation. My hope and prayer, and I know yours, Greg, too, is that we will very soon look back at these horrific procedures that were being done, medical interventions, so-called medical interventions that were being done on children and say, no more. In fact, how in the world did we ever 
allow this to happen. And so I just want to pause and, and, and be thankful to the Lord for that and for all the states and all the work that's that's gone yes. on. Uh, if folks go to our website at KentuckyFamily.org, there's a little t- uh, 20, um, excuse me, two-minute video that kind of highlights some of the state battles that have happened, yeah. particularly this year, including in Kentucky, and uh, recognizes all the, the 20 states. Um, it's a, you know, every now and then, it's important to just take a pause, reassess what, yeah. you know, what's been accomplished, and as we look back over three years, there's just a lot to be thankful for. God did that in the Bible often. Yes. Yes, often. <laughs> Don't forget, remember. Right. And David, I know you're featured on that video along with, and we talked about North Carolina, but Louisiana is featured because those were the st- three states that had governors that stood in the way of that yeah. and then were clearly overridden by the legislatures, which was a powerful move. Yeah, I was able to, to, to join uh, a couple of our uh, my uh, brothers uh, uh, that lead family co- uh, policy council movements in other states in, in North Carolina and Louisiana, as well as with um, Craig DeRoche, who leads Family Policy Alliance at the national level, yeah. and did a did a podcast. And we were specifically just talking about highlighting the work that, w- that had to be done in a number of states where they had to override governor's vetoes. Look, it's not... It's not an easy thing to do for a legislature to override a governor's veto. They, they happen pretty rarely. It's designed not to be uh, easy, right? right? right. They give checks so, and balances. You know, That's one as, as folks remember, we, we had to go through that process here in Kentucky earlier this year when, when our governor, Governor Bashir, vetoed SB 150, and, uh, and then subsequent to that, Louisiana passed a, a bill and had to override their governor, and then as we said, North Carolina right. just did. So right. just, uh, you know, in highlighting that, we want to give a lot of thanks to the courage of legislators, yes. of the legislative bodies across this nation who were, in some cases, had to go toe-to-toe with the top executive official yes. in their state to do the right thing. Uh, and so we're thankful for that for that progress that's yeah. been made. Yeah, and I think we know we've got an election coming up, and I've said this several times. We want to make sure that people are informed about wh- who they're actually, what they're actually voting for. Yeah. Uh, if you want transgender dysphoria to be celebrated and kids to be mutilated, literally, that's what's happening. If you want that, understand that Governor Bashir is your man. If you want abortion to be legal uh, it, for on almost any time, he is your man. If not, then you need to look and find someone else. Uh, da- Daniel Cameron is the the Republican. Uh, nominee or someone else that stands for what you believe in. Don't just take their word for it. We've said that before. So these are the kind of things they matter because these kind of battles happen. Before we jump into the battle raging further, uh, you mentioned the word wildfire. And I do want to remind folks to continue to be praying for those in Lahaina, Maui, Hawaii. That's an incredibly bad situation. 114 at the last count I heard and Mm -hmm. still over a thousand missing. Yeah. That's not good, and and that's uh, and there's all I, kinds of thoughts out there on that, David. It, well, and I'll just just since you brought it up, I've uh, had the privilege of getting to visit Maui before, yeah, yes. and have been to Lahaina, yes. and so it's just been you know um, when you when you visited a place and you see pictures and I yeah. have memories of what it looked like, it's just it, it really is devastating. Yes. So continue to to lift them up in prayer and. And pray that the churches, and, and I'm hearing reports, seeing reports of the, uh, you know, unbelievable ministry that local churches in the body of Christ yes. is doing. And, you know, it's, yeah. in these moments, sometimes it's uh, opportunities the Lord has provided to, yeah. to minister to people in a true time of need. And it Absolutely. certainly is right now. Thanks to our listeners for, for praying for that. I yeah. know many are. And if you can help in any way, uh, there's plenty of opportunities out there to do that. Um, 
my wife and I actually got the honeymoon in Hawaii, so oh, did you? that beauty, yeah. when it's turned to ashes, yeah. is really a contrast, is. as you said. Uh, but one of these days, one of these days it'll be back, thanks to churches and others who help. Uh, battle raging. Uh, I know I saw this, and you've looked at it since then, David. New Jersey had a judge that ruled uh, against these common sense, wise laws. Share a little bit about that. Well, we're, we're continuing to see, you know, not just in the context of, of, of protecting kids on the medical side, right. but also protecting and empowering parents as it That's relates it. to what's going on in schools. And uh, this battle just continues to, to, to be raging. And my understanding, Greg, in New Jersey is some local school districts were simply just trying to ensure that if a child, a parent's child, let's, yes. let's remind yes. ourselves, Good. the Good. mom and dad, presumably, of these parents, simply wanted to be informed if their child was quote-unquote identifying opposite of their biological sex and there's been a, what looks like an, an activist judge that has said a local school district can't have that yeah, kind of policy. three of them actually right three major ones in New so Jersey, you know we passed one of the other provisions as you alluded to greg and sb 150 provide those protections in state law uh, but this continues to be a, a battleground across the nation particularly in public schools where um, unfortunately, we're continuing to see those that want to keep parents in the dark about the yeah. most important yeah. and intimate parts of their own child's lives. Well, and here's the social outfall of that. It truly yeah. is a social health issue because the government, and, and now through the schools, which they are public schools, government-run schools, basically, they want to say, uh, yeah, you're, they're your kids, but we take them and do what we want and allow them to do whatever they want, and then you parents have to take care of that financially and emotionally and everything else. That's just not right. right. We need to put it where God intended it, as, as Deut Moses told the leaders in Deuteronomy. This begins and ends with you, right. parents. And so that, that's why we stand for that, and thank you, listeners, for, for praying and supporting for that. we got a couple of really good things going on here. We want to continue to keep those same lines of prayer for Je uh, Jefferson County and Fayette County, who continues to kind of buck against that as well. Yeah, absolutely. So help those parents and help them to see the light there. A couple of good things here as we kind of close round out here today. You got a great story out of Washington State that has been going on for a while. Update us on Coach. Yeah, Kennedy. folks probably have hopefully heard of Coach. Uh, May have forgotten Joseph, about <laughs> Joe Kennedy, Joseph yeah. Kennedy, and probably prayed for him. But you know, Coach Kennedy is the one who it's now been eight years ago yeah. was fired for simply praying on a on a football field in, in Washington State. Voluntary prayer, uh, right? Right. Right. If you want to join me? And so yes. challenged that was defended by our good friends at, at uh, First Liberty Institute and Kelly Shackler. That case went all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court and was decided in his favor last year. Really, was a monumental decision for for religious freedom yes. and in fact greg we we passed a law here uh, uh representative uh, fugit um, um worked on a law this session that became law that that builds on that to provide some protections for school um officials coaches and so forth as yes. it relates to praying here in kentucky but anyways he now one of the things and i've i've, I've been blessed to to be able to speak with uh, meet with uh, coach kennedy a, a few times and he just he has a heart for the lord he has a heart for football and loving and kids. kids yes and he has always wanted to get back on the coaching field at the school that he was fired from yeah. and so this whole thing has come full circle now not only has he won this religious liberty victory for for folks across the nation. He now is back coaching at the school that he was originally let go from. And so I know our, our friends at First Liberty are encouraging folks on uh, coming up on September 1st as, as Friday Night Lights and the football yes, uh, games yes. are starting. Likely to just their first take, home a, game. take that yeah. opportunity to pray, pray at your football game, 
pray for, for Coach Kennedy just in, in thankfulness for um, how one man's commitment to stand for religious freedom and to honor the Lord has impacted an entire nation. Courage. But, uh, yes. you know, just to, to be in prayer and to remind ourselves of the tremendous freedoms we still have in this country to exercise our faith right. at a football game and I anywhere mean, <laughs> anywhere yes, yes. else. And if you, you can go, I think, First Liberty and see a video of him explaining this. Yeah. He's saying, uh, you, you can pray and have silence however you want, right. but please take advantage right. of this Exercise freedom. Exercise your freedom. Exercise yeah. this freedom because it is. And as we know, and as our founders knew, and they weren't perfect by any stretch, right. as none of our, but they knew these were God-given rights and freedoms, right. not government-given. Right. And they're taken away. Our That's first huge. Yeah, there, there first was, it was not by accident right. That, right. that religious freedom was recognized as our first freedom because yeah, it's it, foundational it, yes. to, to every other freedom. Yeah, very good. Uh, anything else as we close out, David? Um, well, you know, it's just uh, it was exciting to be able to share some encouraging yes. uh, encouraging updates uh, this week. And uh, folks can continue to, to go to KentuckyFamily.org and sign up and learn more about our upcoming Family Forum, Kentucky yeah. Family Forum on Saturday. Good things happening October with that. They can, yeah, we, we've got, we'll, I'm just we'll really excited more. about uh, how the Lord's bringing together um, the different speakers and panels and topics that we're going to be covering and pray that it honors the Lord in a mighty way. Yes. Amen. Uh, well, David, thank you again for joining us another good Family Foundation yeah. Friday. And uh, thank you, listeners, for, for joining in. And invite others to do so. Let them know what's going on, not only on Fridays, but each day with Love and Lordship, we have the Authority of Love broadcast. Uh, by the way, if you'd like that book, you can go to loveandlordship.com. I have the second edition, an icon right there in the middle of the homepage. You can click on that. You can get the paperback or the Kindle version. But if you would like to donate, you can always do that. We don't say much about that, but at KentuckyFamily.org or at LoveAndLordship.com, all of those are tax, fully tax deductible. And so we thank you for that. But more than anything, we thank you for your prayers. Uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks for those prayers. Thanks to the Lord always. And join us again next week. Monday, we'll start out with another Authority of Love. Right now, stay tuned for Bill Reeser and Encounter. And at 1245, Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love.